Welcome to Federal Insights for March. What's next for Zero Trust and the Federal Government, sponsored by Force 3? Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guest today is Charles Fullwood, Senior Director of Software Solutions at Force 3. Charles, thank you so much for uh, joining us in this this world of uh, of coronavirus. So we're, we're trying a little bit of a different way of, of talking, but I think we're going to make it happen. Um, today we're talking about cloud migration. And I think the first thing I wanted to ask you is, is just why customers need to move to the cloud. What's so important about making that movement and um, and, and how does that helping customers move forward? Well, thank you uh, for the uh, warm introductions. I really appreciate the time. Um, federal customers today, there are several uh, issues that they contend with in terms of why they're going to move to the cloud. Resource constraints is a, uh, a very big issue. Uh, federal customers have resource constraints. They, at times, they have seasonal uh, workload challenges and they need additional resources. They want to be agile. So, for example, if they want to bring applications online, they need additional infrastructure. It's very difficult for them to get quickly. So, cloud makes them uh, a bit more agile. Modernization is a very big concern today. The latest and greatest technology, services, things of that nature. And then, of course, at times, uh, depending on the situation, costs is a big uh, consideration for customers when they want to move to the cloud. So I think just moving to the cloud sounds pretty simple, but uh, actually doing that may not be as, as easy as uh, maybe getting to a cloud in an airplane, right? So um, what uh, process are federal agencies going through to get to this, this digital cloud at this point? Well, our recommendation at Force 3 is to have a, uh, first of all, need to have a really strong and well thought out cloud strategy. Uh, a migration methodology is, is a best practice. And when I say a methodology, I'm talking about going through the process of uh, assessing the, the workload. Uh, and when I say workload, I mean the applications, the data, the technical components, uh, the competencies. Uh, understanding those applications, rationalize them, and putting a priority on, um, on those applications and workloads. Um, from, from there, we, we propose to customers and we recommend to customers they create a journey roadmap. Um, and a journey roadmap is, is, it's, uh, it is a project plan or a plan for what you're going to do to each application. Are you going to rehost it? Are you going to refactor it? Are you simply going to re-architect it? What are you going to do? And once you've gone through that process, uh, you've prepared, um, you know, the application for, you know, either optimization or for rewriting or whatever, you do that work and then you, you migrate it to the cloud architecture of your choice. And, and determining which architecture uh, that you're going to mi migrate to is, uh, is a, also a very, very important uh, piece of the, of the process, if you will. Yeah, that's partly what I wanted to ask about next is, you know, how do you kind of, kind of tone down that chaos? And, you know, I think one of the big questions is, you know, I have an application that is from 2017, I have one from 2013, and one from 2020. Um, you know, how can I manage all of these different ones with different security implications and, and all that kind of stuff uh, into one cloud architecture, right? Okay, that, that's a really good question. We always advise our federal customers to, to really think of um, a, a couple of key things when they're migrating to the cloud. Number one, it's really important to design portability 
uh, into your architecture, into your, your migration strategy, uh, your overall uh, cloud strategy. The secondly is also to design in um, the ability to utilize multiple clouds, whether that's going to be an on-premise private cloud, um, uh, a public cloud from you know, cloud provider one, two, three, or four, always think of those things um, when, you're, when you're going to create that architecture. At Force 3, we created an architecture that we call Bridge to the Cloud. It allows customers to, um, to migrate and to modernize their applications and to move it to a private cloud containerized platform. It sits within the customer's uh, data center. That gives them access to their, their existing security protocols, their existing firewall rules, et cetera. It allows them to migrate to the cloud, modernize, implement new technologies, all within kind of the confines of their, uh, of their data center. It also gives the customer <clears throat> time to understand the application, understand that security uh, profile. And then once they've modernized, they've gotten you know, very comfortable with cloud technologies, they can make that decision as to whether they want to move it to a public cloud or have it you know, continue to run in the private cloud. Um, so I would say that from an architecture perspective, when you're looking at um, multi-cloud uh, capability, when you're looking at portability, um, containerization is really, really important. And uh, implementing that bridge to the cloud, private cloud environment becomes essential to what we call the migration lifecycle. We think of it as a stepping stone to the cloud. You take baby steps, you get familiar with your application, you understand the cloud technologies, and then you can make an informed decision as to uh, move your application to the cloud. And by all means, um, leveraging automation to migrate uh, that architecture and those workloads to the public cloud is, uh, is really, really important. So that first step is, is almost like a, um, a prototype or a test try uh, before you actually go into a larger cloud type um, service. Is that correct? That's a good way to look at it. But that first step, that bridge to the cloud, which is a private cloud based on a containerized type platform, it could be seen as a DevOps environment. It could be seen as a production environment for certain workloads. And again, it could be seen as a proving ground before you move it to the crowd, uh, the, the public cloud. So it is all of those things in one. And we, we highly recommend that customers implement that as, again, as the, the stepping stone or the bridge to the public cloud. Great. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about those applications once they're actually in the cloud. My guest today is Charles Fullwood. He's the Senior Director of Software Solutions at Force 3. And I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, on the discussion, Federal Agencies Bridge to the Cloud, sponsored by Force 3 on Federal News Network. Updating legacy technology and successfully migrating to the cloud starts with a plan. Force 3 takes a six-step bridge to the cloud approach, from assessment and prioritization to migration and automation. Force 3 integrates with your technology teams to move your application securely to a public, private, or hybrid cloud. Achieve your modernization goals with Force 3, serving federal agencies and the DOD for more than 25 years. Learn more at force3.com. 
Welcome back to the discussion, Federal Agencies Bridge to the Cloud, sponsored by Force 3 on Federal News Network. My guest today is Charles Fullwood, Senior Director of Software Solutions at Force 3, and I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni. And Charles, you know, we were talking about moving to the cloud. Um, now let's talk about what happens once you're actually there. I think a lot of people have concerns about their apps, and we mentioned some of this in the, the first segment, once they go into the cloud. So what are some of those main concerns that people have well, Scott, you bring up a very good point. Um, as we discussed previously, there's a lot of thought that goes into migrating the applications to the cloud. We talked about assessing and prioritization and things of that nature. However, you really truly don't know uh, how that application is going to perform until you move it to the cloud. That is uh, a very big concern for uh, many customers. Um, some customers don't understand the, the full slate of dependencies that are required to run those applications. They don't understand which technical components are required. Do we need third-party software? Is there third-party middleware that's required? So what we, what we really recommend uh, at Force 3 is to conduct um, a really thorough application performance assessment uh, of the application and to utilize an application performance testing solution uh, before the migration. Um, and those, those things, when, when they're put in place, uh, the best practices of the application performance solution will give the customer a lot of um, comfort once they know the application is running in the cloud and they know how the application is performing. So once you're in there, uh, I think one of the things that, that people actually worry about as well is, you know, you, you get everything set up and then you find a glitch. And that's something that um, is concerning for not only the customers, but also people working within the apps. So, um, you know, how, how do you test to make sure these apps are working as they're supposed to work once they move to the cloud, just like they worked when they were off cloud on the ground, let's say? Great question, great question. And unfortunately, um, as I mentioned before, a lot of work goes into um, refactoring applications or replatforming applications or re-architecting those applications. There's a lot of work that goes into that by the architects and the developers. But unfortunately, oftentimes those applications don't run as efficiently or as optimally in the cloud as they do when they're in the data center, right? And unfortunately, there's no way to really determine that until that application is running in the environment of, of choice, whatever that environment and that architecture of choice is. So as I mentioned previously, at Force 3, we utilize an application performance testing uh, solution before the migration. We implement that solution on-prem in the data center. From there, we establish a baseline of application performance before the migration. We do this over a period of about 30 days. Uh, we develop metrics. We understand the, uh, the profile of the application. We're able to um, uh, identify, um, you know, when the application is running at peak, when the application is running at low utilization. So we create a baseline. So we do that over 30 days, as I mentioned. And then once we migrate the application to the cloud platform, we continue to run that performance testing. We do it in the cloud environment. We create a second baseline and we compare the performance baseline from the cloud environment post-migration to uh, the on-prem environment pre-migration. 
and we're able to see whether the application is performing the same way. And as I mentioned, oftentimes uh, the applications post-migration, they just don't run the same. They're using um, you know, different cloud services. Uh, they're using different um, uh, hardware configurations or infrastructure configurations. And so comparing the baselines of the performance pre and post-migration gives us an idea uh, of what we need to do in order to make that, op that application run optimally. And the things that are creating these issues for these apps, I mean, is that mostly just incongruency between different programs, different ages, updates, security patches, all that good stuff? It all, it, it, it depends. And I know um, in the IT world, we use that word a lot. Um, but when, once a customer decides the plan uh, or the roadmap for that uh, application, there's a lot of dependencies that are tied to it. Uh, as I mentioned, third-party software products, um, the configurations of the infrastructure in the cloud, um, things such as uh, when you're refactoring, uh, which business rules are being encapsulated into uh, the containers. So there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, especially if you're changing that application as we, we often do. So um, during the analysis process, when you're identifying those dependencies, oftentimes when you try to duplicate those dependencies in a new environment for reasons, you know, sometimes out of our control because maybe the cloud service provider doesn't offer the exact compute configuration as you're uh, used to having, doesn't have the exact uh, memory configuration, doesn't have the exact operating system or what have you, uh, or it even could be security rules that are a bit different. Um, various things um, play into reasons why those, those applications don't perform uh, as successfully. And in the, um, the uh, kind of the DevOps world, we always blame the database or we always blame the network. And um, quite frankly, sometimes those play a part in, in how uh, applications perform and whether there's outages. So do those applications need eventually or, or beforehand to be uh, redeveloped at times? Again, it depends. <laughs> I hate to keep using that word, but those decisions are made when you create that journey roadmap, as I mentioned. Um, it, they're ba you know, the decision to rewrite or to modernize, it's based on, number one, the mission objective of that application. How critical is it? Uh, it depends on what language it's written in. It depends on the security profile. Uh, all of those things play a key factor. Um, I will say this, that some more modern applications they lend themselves to be refactored or rewritten more easily than um, legacy applications. So for example, if you have an application that's running on the mainframe, it may be much more challenging to rewrite or to refactor. Um, some of these older, more complex applications, they have very, uh, very complicated business logic that can't be broken out. Uh, and sometimes those you know, the, the customer decides to delay uh, whether to rewrite those or refactor them. So I would say that, you know, some complex mission critical applications may never be migrated whatsoever for whatever reason, at least in, in, the, in the short term. So to your question, it really depends on the application, the workload, the, the dependencies, the mission objectives, uh, a lot of factors go into play. But at Force 3, we highly recommend looking at more modern applications and trying to 
modernize those or at least optimizing those as much as possible before they're before they're migrated to a cloud platform. Great. Well, we're going to take one more break. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about applications and then get into security a little bit. My guest today is Charles Fullwood, the Senior Director of Software Solutions at Force 3. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, on the discussion, Federal Agencies Bridge to the Cloud, sponsored by Force 3 on Federal News Network. Updating legacy technology and successfully migrating to the cloud starts with a plan. Force 3 takes a six-step bridge to the cloud approach, from assessment and prioritization to migration and automation. Force 3 integrates with your technology teams to move your application securely to a public, private, or hybrid cloud. Achieve your modernization goals with Force 3, serving federal agencies and the DOD for more than 25 years. Learn more at force3.com. Welcome back to the discussion, Federal Agencies Bridge to the Cloud, sponsored by Force 3 on Federal News Network. My guest today is Charles Fullwood, Senior Director of Software Solutions at Force 3, and I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni. So, Charles, we were talking about the applications and how they're transferring to the cloud, and, and one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about in the before the commercial break was um, you know, how to continually test these applications. You, know, you, you talked about these baselines that you have. Uh, how do you make sure that they are continuing to work uh, after the original baseline test? Great question, Scott. I appreciate that. Um, previously, I talked about uh, implementing an application performance solution on-prem before the migration, creating a baseline, and then implementing that solution in the cloud to create a, uh, a post-migration baseline and comparing the two. So to answer that question, you really need to implement an application performance monitoring solution in the cloud, uh, in all of your cloud environments. If you're going to have a multi-cloud environment, maybe some of the workloads are running on-prem in a private cloud, some workloads are running uh, in a public cloud. Um, so the recommendation is to implement that same application performance uh, solution in the cloud. Once it's implemented, you start generating baselines in those cloud environments. You, you wait a period of 30 days, collect uh, the metrics, understand the performance. You understand the seasonality during that 30-day period, the workloads, the utilization, and you begin creating baselines in that cloud or uh, all of those cloud environments, if you will. So you have to continue to, uh, to monitor the performance, continue to create those baselines, and you compare those baselines you know, from day to day while they're in the cloud. So you take that same solution and you implement it, you know, in your new cloud environments. So let's move a little bit to cloud security. What are the main concerns that you hear from customers about the security of the cloud? So um, a cloud is an unknown environment to, to many individuals. Um, federal customers, they don't, they don't control the infrastructure. They don't control the underlying components of a public cloud. So there's a lot of unknowns. Um, the one um, common concern is most folks, most customers believe the cloud is less secure. Uh, and that's simply because they don't have the same security controls in place, um, at least they're not aware of them, uh, as they would in the on-prem solution. One, another major concern is hackers, security breaches. What happens if a hacker breaks into a public cloud uh, platform and steals, you know, personal information or confidential information. That's a really large concern, big concern. And another concern is uh, federal customers 
um, fear losing control of the underlying infrastructure uh, as well as the data. Uh, and we could have uh, several conversations about uh, data in the cloud, which I think we're probably going to do. Uh, but the, the lack of control is a, is a large concern, um, as well as the security of the platform to our federal customers. And what about uh, backup data? You know, everyone says, ah, I got a backup. This is good. Um, you know, can the cloud is used as a backup? Uh, you know, can anything be brought back if needed? Uh, can you recover the backup data uh, if there is an issue with cloud security? Most customers today are utilizing or have implemented a multi-cloud type of approach where they are utilizing a cloud provider as the um, the source of backing up the data. In other words, they're backing up the data from their on-prem data center into the cloud, right? And in order to do that, uh, our customers, and we recommend that our customers uh, take a really good look at a, um, a full-fledged backup and recovery solution that is fully automated that allows our customers to back up to a cloud environment. But at the same time, there has to be a lot of thought in terms of recovery to reestablish uh, continuity if there's ever an outage or if the, the backup is ever lost. Now, to answer your question, um, once you're working uh, in a public cloud environment, at that point in time, you still have to think of the operational components that you normally would think of uh, in a data center. You have to create your uh, storage environment, you have to create a backup environment, and you have to implement a backup and recovery environment, even if you're working uh, predominantly in the cloud. But as I, I said, today, many customers are using the cloud as a, uh, a place to back up their data. And our recommendation is, you know, if you're working on-prem, backing up into the cloud, you have to, you know, think through a, uh, a recovery solution that's fully automated um, from that environment as well. And what if you, you actually do lose your, your data? It's a, possibly a possibility. What, what then? Well, loss of data is a big concern. Um, loss of data through a breach is a very large concern. Uh, loss of control of the data is, is a concern. But, you know, if you back up your data to the cloud and you have a recovery plan uh, and you have uh, redundancies in that recovery plan and in that backup, then, um, you know, one of the, uh, the keys to architectural um, design is redundancy. And, you know, we've, you know, in the IT world, we've had backup and recovery plans, business continuity plans. Um, you still have to continue thinking along those lines. So as, a, as an example, if you are running predominantly in a cloud platform, um, you may want to consider in your architecture uh, backing up into a different, uh, for example, a different data center or a different region. Uh, that that cloud provider, provider offers to you. So if you're running uh, most of your operations in an Eastern region data center, uh, we highly recommend that you create a backup solution in maybe the Western data center or somewhere in, in the central part of the United States. Uh, and you take those redundancies, uh, design factors, and you implement those in the cloud just the way you would in a data center. Great. Well, well, Charles, um, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a really informational session. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Scott. Really appreciate the opportunity.
I'd like to again thank my guest today, Charles Fullwood. He's the Senior Director of Software Solutions at Force 3. I'm your moderator, Scott Massioni, and you're listening to Federal News Network. For more information on this, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Force 3. Thank you for listening to Federal Insights for March. What's next for Zero Trust and the federal government? Sponsored by Force 3 on Federal News Network.